Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast. Our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Monday, July the 17th, 2023. It is the 15th Monday of Ordinary Time. And our reading today is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commandments to his twelve disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. So, this is one of those gospel readings that you just kind of feel like he's con- Jesus is contradicting himself. Because in so many other places, we're taught about peace. But here we're taught about the fact that it's going to be hard. The fact that we're going to have people against us. There's going to be persecution. And sometimes that's going to be within our own families. I always just like to bring the balance, you know, so that people don't go to one extreme or the other. Jesus wants you and me to have peace in our hearts. And that's one of the points of this is that when the world is attacking you because they don't have that peace, they don't have the Holy Spirit and they don't know what they're missing. Otherwise, they would want it and they would be in the peace of Christ also. But because they don't have it, what do they know? They know fighting. They know conquering. They know control. How many people around us are control freaks? And right there in our own families. They don't have it, so they will fight us to be miserable like them. Misery loves company. And we can't force the peace of God into another person. You can't do it. (laughs) We might want to. We might want to just conquer everyone for the Lord. But we can't. We can't do it. That's not how this works. This is a relationship with love itself, God Almighty. So the Lord has to capture their hearts And they have to be open to that capturing. And what does Our Lady say? What did she say to St. Dominic? Only prayer changes hearts. So we pray. But also our good example. And I I always think of the ancient martyrs, St. Sebastian in particular, some of the others, where they were constantly converting their jailers. I mean, these people tortured them, and they just showed them kindness and charity. And they always maintained their peace. Maybe not always 100%. You know, none of us is perfect. But they maintained that peace through prayer. They continued to pray. The Lord gave them that peace. And the jailers, who are, I mean, it's just such such a great example because it's such an extreme, 
they were conquered by that peace. They said, nothing I do can, can phase you. You still are, are nice to me. You're still kind. And they just showed them kindness and charity. Initially, that can be seen as weakness. But over time, with consistency, it is seen as strength. This is why the Christians conquered the Roman Empire. The strength of their resolve, the strength of their peace, their love, and their joy, and their endless works of charity, despite the fact that they were being beat up on all sides, literally persecuted and killed. So this is how we conquer the enemy. Through our own inner peace, we realize... uh, you know, we, we, we already have what we want. We have heaven. We have heaven living inside us and we're on the road to heaven. I, um, I just, there's so many great, uh, examples in history. I think if now this isn't a historical example, this is just an example of a friend of mine where he wanted to enter the seminary and, uh, his family was so against it. I mean, my family kind of wrestled with it. They came along over time uh, with, you know, pursuing religious things, religious vocations and whatnot, religious uh, activities in my life. But a friend of mine wanted to enter the seminary and his family was so against it. Oh my goodness. And they just said a lot of ridiculous things to him. And it's, I don't want to say too much here on this podcast, but we just thought, wow, of all the things a guy could be doing with his life, of all the things maybe he's tempted to do with his life and he's choosing Jesus and he's choosing charity and kindness and goodness and his family is against it. Why are they against it? Well, who knows, but it goes against worldly expectations, I guess. So they told him, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? And we would joke about it. Yeah. They were telling him he should go do sinful things. We was, oh yeah, you might be called to that. Ridiculous. But it happens a lot. It happens in families when they're young people. I mean, my father sometimes used to say to me, why, why do you need to go on a retreat? Thing is, like, what do you want? What else could I be doing? I could be drinking. I could be out doing, you know, Lord knows what with who knows what. But no, I'm with my youth group friends going on a retreat. You know, that's a good thing. But sometimes family members feel threatened by that. I think of St. Rita. Uh, choosing salvation for her sons instead of allowing them to go the way of the world. They would have had a lot of money if they had gone full blown into the mafia, but they would have lost their souls. And she said, Lord, if they're going to lose their souls, please take them now. And then they got sick and they died and she was devastated, but her prayer was answered because they were claimed for the Lord. This is sometimes the roughness that happens when we follow our faith, but still the Lord wants to give us peace. I think of St. Jane de Chantal, who felt the call to enter the convent and was told she could do it after her kids were grown and her kids were sufficiently grown and it was time and her family, she was taking care of a father and a father-in-law, but they were at that point where everyone was able to get along without her, but they had become spoiled. She was taking care of everyone, but she felt the call. She discerned it over years. She discussed it with her family. And then the day came for her to enter the convent and her son threw himself dramatically, melodramatically at the uh, threshold of the house. He laid down on the ground and said, well, in order for you to leave and go join that convent, you're going to have to walk over me. And so she did. And everyone was just appalled. But this was the calling of God. Sometimes it's mother against son. I think of another friend who uh, 
you know, she ended up leaving her husband after her conversion because they were not married in the faith. And there was a lot of sinfulness going on there. And she had a conversion and her husband would not join her in that. And they weren't married in the church. So she left him to pursue a life. She now lives basically like a widow. She, she lives a very devout, prayerful life. And uh, so many people were just so blown away in good and bad ways by what she did. She left her husband because she realized, okay, we're not properly married and this relationship is not of the Lord. And, you know, she would have had that option to try to uh, fix the marriage, you know, with an annulment and things like that or whatever. I don't know exactly what she needed, but, you know, they could have gotten married in the church and she could have prayed for his conversion. But she saw how toxic it was and how against the faith, how against her faith it was. And uh, so she left him. And, and like I said, people were blown away by that. It is a battle. It is a battle. But it's God's battle. God wins. I think of a couple other examples. The movie War Room, where this woman is struggling in her marriage, and then she meets an older woman that she's working with. And the older woman, she starts to open up about her marriage to this older woman, and the older woman finally says to her, you know what, you're fighting the wrong battle. You shouldn't be fighting your husband. You should be fighting for your husband. And that's the thing that we have to remember here. We're not fighting these people around us as if they're the enemy. No, the enemy is in hell. The enemy attacks us with temptation and all sorts of other diabolical things. We're fighting the enemy. We're fighting for our loved ones. So let's remember that always. It is a battle. The Lord wants to give us peace, but there's always going to be a battle that rages around us. And we're always going to have to do our part in fighting that battle. But remember, the Lord has already conquered. Victory is mine, says the Lord. The Lord is there for us. The Lord loves us. And he's going to give us everything that we need to be victorious. Because really, he's the one being victorious. We just need to follow him. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless you.